0: Welcome to episode three of Area 69 After Dark. oh my goodness okay you guys so today we have a very juicy episode juicy as fuck for sure it's cheesement energy but it's cheesement about myself Avi. because i'm not going to be talking about someone else's cheesement if they're not here with me we will be talking cheesement but unless they're here with me i'm not going to be talking about it alone So stay tuned for that because it's going to be coming really soon. Before we get into all of the cheese though, I did want to go ahead and do a little recap of my last week. I saw you guys last Sunday. Y'all already know. Um, and since then, we reached a really, really big milestone with Emiliano. Um, dude, he's literally saying hi now. He literally says hi now. And At first, I I didn't really think that he was actually saying hi because I just thought he was just moving his hands or just... I didn't really see the correlation between him saying hi and the waving that he was doing. So, um, it wasn't until literally the other day that I literally said hi to him without actually waving just to see if he knew what to do when I said hi. And dude, he literally waved and said, huh, (laughs) Dude, it's so freaking cute. I have a video of it. Um, so I'll be sure to clip it on here. Hi. Hi, Hi Baba. This is boy, my dinky. Hi. Uh, Hi. But dude, it was so cute, such an iconic moment, and obviously like milestones are super important to every mommy, but I feel like milestones for me and our family hit really different because we are an autism family um manny has autism and milestones like this they're scary moments it's scary moments because it's like is he gonna do it is he not um you know let's just wait just be patient it's been a lot of that honestly um because i genuinely don't know if autism is like a genetic thing or if it's just like a like random thing that's going on i don't know like i don't know it's crazy because i feel like the autism spectrum has really really grown over the past few years so it's it's really hard to tell because it's not like we're all genetically connected to everyone else in the world you know but i don't know i don't want to get into that too much but milestones mean a lot so when i saw him like do this when i saw him actually respond to my hi i was like oh my god like you actually like you actually know to say hi like oh my god so that definitely made me super excited and even more so because manny is finally starting to when I finally, he's actually been really improving on his speech throughout the past few years. But I feel like as of recently, he really um, communicates really, really well. His therapy has been doing him amazing and stuff. So seeing him actually communicate verbally um, and pretty clearly verbally, it, it's really exciting to see. So I'm excited to see Emmy and Manny interact more now that Emmy is kind of being more um i mean he communicates more like he interacts more you know so that's definitely such a heartwarming moment for us um and for me especially because like manny holds a very very special place in my heart and um I don't know. It's just really iconic to see him growing, and it's really iconic to see Emmy growing and stuff. So, and Emmy loves Manny, dude. Emmy freaking loves Manny, and Manny loves Emmy, and he loves to smell his toes and shit. Um, He thinks it's so funny. (laughs) He thinks it's so funny. He likes to try to get into his playpen and stuff. So, yeah, they both have a good time with each other. So, I'm really excited to see that relationship grow. And also, in this last week, it was Valentine's Day. So, let me know what you guys did. Did you guys go on a date? Did you do a solo dolo moment? Or did your man not do anything for you? Let me know the vibes. I would love to know. So, for my case specifically, I bring this up because um, I saw a T-Page like post about my stories. Let me go ahead and get into it. So, um... I posted it on Valentine's Day, and I was like, oh, look at me with my bouquet of flowers. <laughs> I love them. And it was just like a gif. It wasn't real flowers. It was a gif, you know? But I posted it like very funny energy, very funny, like, ha-ha-ha <laughs> vibes. Um, I didn't actually get flowers at that point, but it was also early in the day, you know? Um, so then after that, I posted me sniffing the flowers, and I was like they smell so good wow 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 and then after that um, a bunch of you guys were messaging me and you guys were like oh my man went to the same florist as you bitch like we got the same bouquet and i was like okay so then i posted on my story And I was like, oh, it looks like our mans went to the same flower shop because we all got the same bouquets. (laughs) But I did post that very like funny vibes, you know, (laughs) ha 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 energy because a lot of men don't get flowers for their girls, don't celebrate Valentine's Day, which honestly, I personally feel like that's something that should be celebrated. As dumb as it seems, you know, because realistically, who wants to get flowers all the time? the trash ends up being annoying, I don't know, that's just me, but it does feel good to get them at least for Valentine's Day, because that's, you know, Valentine's Day, everyone's posting getting flowers and stuff, so it does mean something, it does make you feel special in a way, it does make me feel special in a way, at least, so, um, you know, I posted it, and I was just like, yeah, but I kind of was like, uh, i'm more than sure i'm gonna get flowers i wasn't i wasn't 100 percent sure but i was more than sure that i was gonna get flowers and um yeah i ended up i did end up getting flowers so that was that i was a happy gal and um yeah <laughs> i just thought it was so funny to see like a achievement page like post about it because a lot of people were like wow she begged for flowers. She begged for the flowers. But I'm like, the funny thing is is that my man doesn't even have social media. So he didn't even see that. His homies, I highly doubt, follow me. So I don't think they would like, you know, send it to him. But yeah that was the funny thing i was really just kind of like venting joking vibes on on my stories and he didn't even know so today i do have cheesement about myself it's definitely some juicy stuff um stuff that i'm pretty uh, like feeling like (laughs) like what the fuck i can't believe i'm gonna talk about this i have a lot of stuff that i don't talk to you guys about and this is definitely one of my number one things and i'm smiling and giggling about it because i'm nervous about it not even because it's funny um but it's just because that's just that's just how i cope with things sometimes so um yeah let's go ahead and get into it okay let me just go ahead and set the vibes for this story time because we are definitely taking it way way back Like, back to 2017, 2016 energy. Um, I graduated from high school in 2016 from John W. North High School in Riverside. Um, And in 2017, I did attend RCC um, Community College. And I did go for about, like, a month until I dropped out to go get my lips injected. And uh, I literally started my social media career from there. But... So in 2017, I was obviously like freshly graduated. I was freshly a college dropout as well. And I was really just really super overly confident in myself because obviously I was super young. Um, And you know, when you're that young, like you think you have balls for everything. Okay. So I was like in my era, like my it girl era, Annette 69 in the making, you know what I mean? So um, I was really ballsy for a lot of stuff. And at this point, I was genuinely, like, at my confidence peak. I was making money because I started social media back, like, in 2015. I was freelancing. I was doing, um, by freelancing, I mean, like, I was a makeup artist on the side. So, I would do, like, quentinieras, weddings, um, baptisms, stuff like that. Proms. I was just doing makeup for, like, you know, special events. So yeah, I was already making money, I was already doing YouTube, I was literally vlogging, like, in high school, and, um, yeah, so I kind of had a taste of what it was like to make money without actually having a real job, because I never actually had, like, a real nine-to-five job, um, so, up until now, dude, up until now, so, I, I, a part of me actually wishes that I had that experience in my life, because I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like uh, it's important to have that type of experience in your life. I don't know. That's just me. But... I didn't have that experience in my life and now a part of me wishes that I do but I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to be like no you don't wish that you didn't have that experience but at least when I was like super younger I feel like it would have kind of helped me mold me into like a better person that I am now so at this point I was legit feeling like I was on top of the world because I was doing it all girl and I was super young and just honestly just the fact that you're that young you genuinely feel like you can do anything in this world without any type of repercussion any type of negative um energy that'll come your way you just think you're unstoppable at that age honestly you really really do and if you're at that age and you're watching this episode right now i might sound annoying as hell but it's genuinely true when i say it that like you feel ballsy when you're at that age and you won't understand that until you're older and you have other responsibilities and stuff and that's okay I feel like it definitely is important to live your life, live your youth and stuff, but just understand that there's always bad that comes along with what you do. So it's 2017. Social media is obviously completely different than what it is now. Um, it was really innocent. It was very like true to what it was actually for, for like capturing moments and stuff like that. No editing, no none of that, nothing crazy, um, no hate Um, comments stuff like that you know it was really a pure environment to be in at one point and this was when like the beauty community was like super small there wasn't like too many influencers and stuff so me being a part of that community obviously I wasn't like a really big influencer but my sister was a big influencer so that obviously paved my way a lot you know and and I will definitely say that because I always get comments and they're like oh your sister made you and stuff and this and this and that and I'm like yes she definitely put me on my sister definitely put me on but at the end of the day I feel like it's me putting in hard work and she's not doing any any of my dirty work whatsoever so you know, credit to her but credit to me as well. But anyway, I don't I do not want to get into that. So at this point, I think it was maybe um almost going into 2018, I decided to start doing makeup seminars and like, dude, honestly, now when I look back at it, I'm so like proud of myself, little Annie hosting her seminars, her makeup seminars 100% alone. These makeup seminars consisted of Just teaching how to do makeup, teaching my techniques, teaching what I do, what I love, you know, tips and tricks and stuff and i would get sponsors for the um actual event so every guest would get a goodie bag that had hella makeup in it and stuff and then i also did like a vip section where i would take the girls out to dinner and i would take them on a limousine and we would have a moment to connect with each other and stuff so i genuinely like executed those seminars and i'm so proud of myself for that because that era of my life was so iconic if you guys were a part of those seminars let me know because like dude those seminars have genuinely like they're engraved in my heart like if I had to choose one era of my career that I loved the most it would definitely be like my makeup seminar era because I made so many connections with you guys I got to know you guys like on a personal level and it was just it was just like a super intimate event that I was able to really connect with my followers and just talk about makeup talk about girl stuff and just have fun so I like honestly this year i would genuinely love to do like a makeup seminar or something along those lines again um because um, because at this point like i don't know i just feel like there needs to be something fun in the community again like it's all just about like looking good and taking pics and then <laughs> then you know what i mean like girl let's just Let's take it back a little bit, yeah? Like, yeah, I'm so down for that. Like, if you guys are down for that, to do, like, a makeup seminar, obviously, I used to charge kind of a good amount. I think I would charge, like, what? Like, 180 and then the VIP was 250 I feel like now, I would definitely probably deduct the price because girl now that I'm a mom I understand the expenses I understand the um sacrifices that you have to make and stuff so yeah I definitely think I would for sure deduct the price of that but yeah seminars are a huge staple in my life and that 2017 2018 era I was like executing the seminars I ended up having seminars in San Diego Lodi San Francisco Los Angeles um where else orange dude I had a good amount of seminars. why this era in my life meant so much to me is because I got to live my teacher era because if I wasn't doing social media I would be a kindergarten teacher right now like that that was my dream ever since I was a little girl because I was obsessed with my kindergarten teacher like she made such a difference in my childhood and like I don't know that shit hit home so ever since I met Mrs. Koss um so if she's watching this I love you Mrs. Koss I love you Mrs. Koss because you changed my life girl you changed my childhood a thousand percent um so after having her as a teacher she really made me want to be a teacher so doing those seminars really just kind of like made my heart happy and and healed my inner child as well because I really always wanted to be a teacher so after the seminars and stuff I kind of just held back from them for a little bit because i was kind of working on a new project that i wanted to launch so this was like around 2018 and i got invited to a christmas party at the sabino salon and this is actually where i met alan eyes and this is super important for the story time that i'm telling you guys right now because he contributed to it a lot Dude, since the day I fucking met Alan, he has been a ginormous part of my life, dude. Like hands down, he is my fucking dude. He's iconic. I love him. So I go to this Christmas party and this is where I meet Alan Eyes for the very first time. Okay, like dude. I met Alan Eyes for the very first time and it was a really cute like, oh, hi, how are you? It's nice to meet you. I had only seen him on Instagram. Uh, You know, he used to be like a makeup boy and only doing those like really cute makeup boy videos and stuff. and you know it was really iconic to finally put like a real genuine face to who i see online so i was like oh my god hi and then after that like i told them i was like oh do you want to go smoke and he was like oh no i don't smoke and i like, all right well bye bye (laughs) bye at this point in between all of this in between the christmas party and in between the um the seminars and all that stuff, I had been planning this new project that I that I really, really wanted to work on. And it was like a more elevated seminar. So it was kind of almost like an inspirational type of seminar where I had like a influencer panel where you could do Q&As. And I just kind of shared tips and tricks on how to do social media, how to have self-love, how to have your own back. And I know it sounds really stupid, but like, it genuinely was a really beautiful experience because I was genuinely in my self-love era. I was genuinely in my, you know, just just my Annette 69 moment. And, and I really took off with that. And um, I was really passionate about it. I wanted it to be almost like a networking event as well. So after the seminar, I actually had the second part of the venue set up to be where it was kind of like a mini VidCon type aesthetic, mini Fame Expo type of vibe where there was different booths with different um brands with their ceos so my guests could be able to talk to the ceos ask questions and all that stuff so um there was lolo Boutique, there was laura's boutique back when i was cool with her um who else was there there was ootd bash i believe was it ootd bash i'm not 100 percent sure there was a few more other um spots that we had there so it was a really really cool event that i was working on yo te quiero aquí, nothing, nada not fancy, just working for a G. Me dice que you tiki 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 girl, darte media vuelta, let's see. Rebota con el one, two, three. Dime cuánto me deseas. <tose> te quiero acariciar, acariciar, dime cuánto me anhelo. Que le encanta esta canción, si está gante. toda la bella mm-hmm. cube. Gringuita guayta y él y toda la morenita blapante. Y es que me acostumbré, a veces yo ni no sé qué hacer. Canta de otro nivel, pero sé que soy bebé. Lo único que quiere este perro es la meri. Dime cuánto me desea. Once I met Alan after the Christmas party, we kind of kept in communication with each other and we ended up hanging out with each other and dude we clicked instantly. Like we were pretty much besties from the start. I ended up starting to sleep over at his house all the time at his apartment or whatever and you know I was driving from riverside to anaheim so that was like a 40 minute drive every single day practically and then it got to a point where alan was like uh bitch why don't you just move into the same building as me like i know that there's apartments available i can help you do it i can help you with the paperwork all that stuff dude alan has always been that bitch like alan is has always legit been a super helpful bitch in that essence where it's like oh i'll help you with your paperwork or like Like, I'll I'll do this or I'll do that. I'll do this. So shout out to him because since I've known him, he's genuinely been such, such a sweet soul to me. And I was like, yeah, you know, I probably should. But, like, I'm scared. Like, what if I can't afford it, you know? But obviously, I didn't tell him that because I was like, bitch, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm broke. And I just barely met him and we're besties now. But, like, he doesn't need to know that I'm (laughs) broke. But I I genuinely wasn't broke like that at that point. But I didn't think that I could afford living in an apartment. I didn't know about bills. I didn't know about none of that. I was like 18 years old. You know, I still lived at my mom's house. Paid no type of bills. So I didn't know anything about that. Like, what the fuck? Of course I'm going to be scared. Duh. I was just like, dude, are you sure I'm going to get approved? Like, are you sure? Are you sure? And he was like, dude, I'm more than sure you're going to get approved. So then I you know, submitted my application, sent in my bank statements and all that stuff. And I got approved. Okay. So I got approved pretty instantly. So at that point I was like, Oh my God, this is actually happening. Okay. So my parents ended up going out to Mexico for like about a week or two, a week and a half. And bitch, tell me why I ended up moving out like as soon as they left to mexico as in i got the keys and everything while they were in mexico so i genuinely knew that if i told them face to face that i was going to move out that i would be an emotional wreck so i didn't go that route um i went the pussy route and i wish i would have just been straightforward with them and been like hey i'm moving out but i went the pussy route and i just moved out and just let them know like hey all right well guys i'm leaving bye um so yeah they were really sad they were upset they never talked to me about it or anything which now it makes me sad because i'm like i really wish i would have done things different but i ended up moving while they were in mexico not necessarily moving stuff in at this point but i just got the keys and i was like getting little things like the little soaps and stuff like that y'all already know know how it is to move in so in between all of this moving all of the application processes all of the parties and stuff i was still planning my event that i was telling you guys about so the event that i was planning was called live beyond limits okay so at this point i was still doing promo for the project that i was working on so that meant that i had to meet up with this videographer that i had met um i didn't know him personally like that but i knew that his his work was good so i was like okay cool like he can do some promo for me or whatever and we had mutual people that we had worked with so i was like okay cool he's reliable you know so i ended up booking this videographer for the live beyond limits promo and um i met up with him and i was all glammed up everything good to go and he was honestly genuinely like really good vibes like i didn't have any complaints of him or anything like that he was really like uplifting like he just looked like he was like you know like ready to go type stuff, you know? So, I don't remember how the conversation came about, but he ended up telling me that he actually takes Adderall. So, from here on out in the episode, I'm going to be referring to the substance that I just named as Addy, okay? So, He let me know that he did Addy and stuff. And I was like, well, what is that? You know, and he was like, oh, it's pretty much like a medication. I think it's what for like ADHD or something. And it helps you focus and it helps you to concentrate and it helps you work and stuff. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I was like, so like, did you take that? Like, is that why you're so hyped? Like, is that why you're like such good energy? And he was like, yeah, like I actually do take it. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay, that's cool me being this young me being this dumb me being this ballsy to do whatever in life because i'm so young that i don't know the repercussions in life okay so i was like wow i was intrigued you know i was like okay this sounds this sounds cool this sounds like the good stuff and i was like oh okay so like what is it for and he was like oh like it's for adhd or i don't i genuinely don't remember like what the explanation was but it was i i'm pretty sure it's for adhd and i was like oh all right and he was like yeah you should try it like maybe you know it'll help you with your work and stuff and i was like oh i was like oh okay yeah cool cool cool." we get done with the shoot and then after that we're wrapping things up and he was like oh so like did you like want to try it you know and stuff and i was like oh yeah i'll try it i'll take a few you know whatever if you have extra that's fine so then he gives me a few like what two or three so then I left that shoe, and honestly I don't I genuinely do not remember if I got the footage for that or not because I never posted any of that footage and I looked back at it before I filmed this episode because I was like did I ever get any of that footage but I don't think I got any of that footage um I don't remember if I paid for that session or not but I hope I didn't (laughs) girl I hope I didn't but I got the Addy and I ended up taking it a few days after and I was genuinely not really that scared because at that point I feel like you're genuinely not really giving a fuck about like anything like that so I was like "Uh fuck it so I took it and obviously for any of you guys that are prescribed to take Addy um you guys know that it makes you super focused it makes you super like energized it suppresses your hunger and all that stuff so I definitely experienced that within the very first time that I tried it and obviously I liked it and I was like oh, okay cool so that's you know that was cool whatever I only had three pills so I obviously only took it three days and after that I didn't take it anymore so within those few days it came time for me to actually start moving out so you know I was getting my apartment furnished and all that stuff and within that literal week of getting my house furnished I had my live beyond limits event and I had also met this guy that as soon as i saw him i was like hi you know you know you know what i mean like as soon as you see someone you're like And once you have your eyes on them, you're going to pursue something, okay? So, it was very much that. And um, we ended up clicking right away. And we kept talking and stuff. And yeah, so I had my Beyond Limits event and everything was cool. And then after that was when I started to kind of build the relationship with this guy. He would sleep over at my house. And fun fact i never slept in my very new apartment alone he actually slept with me from the very first night up until i moved out of that apartment and honestly dude i regret that so fucking much because i'm like dude this piece of shit had a huge part in a very monumental moment of my life and i can never take that back i can never take that back but you know what when you're young you're so dumb dude you're so dumb and i never wanted to believe my parents when they were like oh no you don't know anything because you're young like you you don't know like you just don't know i would get so mad but now i'm like no i didn't know i was ballsy and i didn't fucking know so this guy was genuinely like he was so important to me and honestly maybe in reality he didn't mean shit to me but i just feel like it was i was in a moment in my life where i was freshly moved out i was starting to do things i was paying my own bills i i got a new dog do you know what i mean like i was just living my free independent life without parents so everything's seemed so facile you know like everything just seems so easy to me and stuff so i fell for this guy pretty fucking hard okay pretty fucking hard and this guy was literally about 25 years old 26 years old and now that i'm looking back at it i'm like here i am at 25 borderline 26 and i'm like dude i'm so experienced compared to what i was at 18 or 19 years old compared to now it's like night and day it's literally like 90 days. So me really knowing nothing about this guy, I just let him into my home. I let him sleep at my house and stuff, use the restroom, shower, all this stuff, whatever. And to me, it kind of worked out. Wait, let me not get too ahead of myself. We never made things official, okay? We never made things official. So he was pretty much practically almost living in my house No type of title, anything like that. And I was genuinely okay with that at that point in my life because I was like, you know what? I'm always working during the day. I'm busy during the day. I don't want to entertain anything during the day. So in the beginning of the relationship... Situationship, I should say. Um, I was okay with it because I was like, Well, I'm just as busy as you are because he would work all day and night practically. And, um, yeah, I was like, Okay, well, I'm just as busy as you are. So it works out whenever you can come over to sleep over. Um, then cool whenever you can't, whatever. It wasn't that big of a deal to me. So some days we would actually go like on little dates, I guess you could call it. Um very rare. It was always like at random times in the day, like nighttime or like super early in the morning. <sighs> so I don't know how I didn't see that as a red flag, but <laughs> Me being the dumbass that I was. So I don't remember exactly when or how this was brought up. But Addy was brought up again. And he let me know that he actually did it. So, you know, a light bulb sparked up in my head. And I was like, oh, well, me too. You know, me too, me too. So then, you know, I feel like that's when that got introduced into the situationship. I feel like that also was a reason why I kind of didn't really pay attention to the red flags because I was like, well, I'm getting something out of it. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting, you know, I'm getting the Addy out of it and, you know, fuck it, whatever. So now we're going to go ahead and fast forward to eight months later. So it was eight consecutive months of rarely going on dates, not having a title because we never established that. So he was just practically sleeping over at my house, rent free, um, title free all of that so I was pretty much just free put free put at that eight month mark I was also more in love with the Addie and it was starting to become a borderline addiction at that point in time because I felt like I needed it to work I felt like I needed it to um socialized just in my day-to-day life because that actually gave me the balls to like conversate with people to have conversations with people um yeah dude it, it honestly put me like in a state of mind where i felt like i couldn't function as a human without it so the two intertwined kind of put me in in a position for disaster because it's like love and drugs like bitch what the fuck one day he randomly you know comes to me and he just tells me hey we should move in together let's do it you know and bitch i was so down like of course i will move in with you like i love you like i i i want to start a life with you like i want this i want that you know and he was all down for it and i was like oh my god like this almost feels like too good to be true like why is he coming to me and telling me to move into some house with him you know but not just any house he wants to move into the penthouse a penthouse okay so now here i am moving into the penthouse do you guys remember my penthouse era yeah okay so that's exactly what i'm talking about so when i was in the penthouse era i was moving in with this man that i swore i was in love with i swore that we had a whole life ahead of us and i was just blind and clueless and addicted to this fucking pill you know um and we move into this place it was so expensive dude it was like six grand I think it was a little over six grand a month. And we were both paying it at least that, you know, at least that he paid his bills, whatever. But. He paid his part of the the penthouse. And at this point in time, we were not public with our relationship whatsoever. But I personally was okay with it because um, I've just never been a public person, you know. So it worked out and I was just like, okay, fuck it, whatever. You know, I, I really don't mind. I don't want people up in my business. Like, it's cool. Like, I'm okay with that. So, nothing really changed when we moved in. Literally, I was working 24 7. And when I say 24 7, I mean 24 7. Like, I had so many sleepless nights. Um, I lost so much weight. I genuinely have never been that thin in my life. Um, because obviously that suppresses your hunger so i really wasn't eating anything i was always caffeinated i was always um you know smoking the jane as well as doing the addy and stuff so i was genuinely just like on a fucking dude i was on a roll i was on a roll and it's crazy to think that nobody knew that i was actually going through that like my family didn't know my friends didn't know um nobody knew that relationship that situationship isolated me so much now that i'm looking back i'm like dude like he knew what he was doing he knew what he was doing dude and it was entertaining to him it was literally entertaining to him dude uh, karma's a bitch whatever carmen's a bitch a lot of you guys started to notice that something was wrong you know and i remember i i filmed this video specifically in the bathtub of my penthouse and there was comments that were like oh my god like she looks like she's like on something or i don't know like my energy was just like yeah 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 like yeah it was it was pretty extreme it was genuinely genuinely pretty extreme and, and when i saw those comments i was like oh shit i feel like people are starting to kind of realize that like i'm doing something that i probably shouldn't be doing you know but at that point i really didn't care Hopefully it's not too echoey up in this bitch um let's just go ahead and get this tornado the one time I want to record a bubble bath and all the fucking bubbles are disappearing on me. What is up you guys? Welcome back to my channel. Today I'm in my bathtub. As you can see, I got a bubble bath going. You kind of can't see that actually. Well actually, I don't know, hopefully you can tell that I'm in my bathtub. Um, this is a beautiful bathtub. Let me just say that I'm obsessed with baths. Like I totally, totally love baths. So one random ass day, um, my man at the time ends up coming up to me and telling me, Hey, let's go to New York. Like, fuck it. Let's just go. At that point we were having problems, situationship problems. Um, And I don't know if he thought that maybe the New York trip would make up for it and stuff. But the point is that he he offered me a trip to New York and he would pay for it and everything. Um, I had only gone to fucking Mexico and Stockton because both of my grandparents are from there from both sides. So um, I had only gone there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to New York. Like, fuck it. Let's go. So we go to New York, I wasn't even 21, so um, obviously since he was older than me, he would go to bars alone, and he would just do things on his own while I stayed at the hotel, and I was just kind of like, okay, cool, but me still being a dumbass, and still being like, okay, well, I'm in New York, you know, fuck it, whatever, you know, I was still in New York, I still got my experience, but it was still a shitty feeling where it's like, okay, we're on a fucking trip together, like, you're legit leaving me? While we're on a trip to New York together, okay? So long story short, I was pretty much just living my life without a care in the freaking world, okay? Um, I didn't care what anyone had to say. I didn't really have a... a you know strong connection with my friends or my family anymore because I was just so focused on this situation and stuff and I just swore that it was like the best thing ever in my life and stuff so we get back from the New York trip and everything's just kind of back to normal he's back to working 24 fucking seven I'm back to working 24 fucking seven and then one day randomly I wasn't working and I was scrolling on my tiktok or whatever not my tiktok my fucking instagram and then i go through my dms and i find this specific dm from this random girl so she legit said your man is my man he's been my man for a while and i'm tired of him doing this to people um she didn't say those exact words but it was something along those lines and i was like well prove it or it didn't happen the fuck Because keep in mind, we never publicized our relationship. Like, he would post at the penthouse every now and then. But, like, it was hard to put two and two together whatever. So, it just seemed weird to me. So... Home girl ends up sending me uh, pictures and stuff and bitch tell me why when I was looking at the pictures that she sent me it looked like pictures from my camera roll so I was like okay how did you get pictures from my camera roll so I click on the pictures and I zoom in and it's very very fucking clearly my man and her in the picture and I was like what the fuck why do these look identical So I end up, you know, going, saving the picture that she sent me, comparing it to my pictures. And I'm like, this motherfucker took us on the same exact motherfucking dates. He took us on the same exact dates. Dude, at that point, my world shattered my world shattered because i was like what like i have been being lied to this entire time as if he hasn't been showing me signs this entire time but at that point in my life i didn't think that way you know i did it. i genuinely didn't think that way and i had the benefit of the doubt for every situation so at this point i was like this guy has me addicted to addy in love with him and he has a whole nother relationship like i'm the side piece I am the side, not her. I'm the side. What? Like, this explains everything. This explains why you never wanted to go on dates, why it was always on weird, you know, time schedules. Like, what? Dude, so at that point, everything was clicking. And I remember calling him, and I was like, what is going on? Of course, he denied everything. He comes to my place obviously i was on the addy you know and my anger is like through the fucking roof i remember breaking mirrors i remember being super just super fucking psycho dude like psycho as shit and i genuinely like now looking back i'm like who the fuck was that because i do not i can't believe that's that was me going through that episode like I'm sure it was probably the Addy. I'm sure it was probably just the trauma that he had put me in. And I don't know. I was just like so heartbroken because I thought I genuinely loved this guy. It was my very first relationship, you know, like as an adult. And I completely got fucked over. I completely got fucked over. I opened my arms to you. I let you into my home. Like, what the fuck are you doing? So I remember things got physical real fucking quick. Things ended really fucking bad. And then after that, that's pretty much where it ended. Everything ended. I don't know. Like, I I really don't even know what to say about it. I am embarrassed about it because it makes me sad that, like, a man got me to that point. But, you know, I also felt like I wanted to share this experience for all of my younger viewers especially. Because, you know, I don't want to sound like that fucking doña that's in your fucking ear telling you, Mija, no hagas esto porque, you know, this and this and that. But, like, dude, mija, don't do it i know life can seem super fucking easy when you're young and you're free you look good and all this stuff but like dude don't do anything that you will regret in the future and this is coming from an s69 okay an s69 la loca and s69 okay i have done some crazy shit and a lot of I mean, you guys don't even know that, but you guys will get to know that throughout this podcast. But yeah, dude, like it's really easy to do things when you're young, but don't ever do something that you're going to regret luckily i'm super thankful that my addiction never became anything like too extreme to the point where i felt like i couldn't live without it and i feel like i genuinely got to a point where when i was officially done with that situationship i completely cut ties with the addy as well because i was like you know what that point in my life really wasn't me I really don't need that in my life and I don't want it in my life. So pretty much as soon as I moved into this house, I completely stopped the out of use. Luckily, I really didn't go through any withdrawals or anything of that sort. So it really wasn't like a hard recovery for me. And I'm super thankful for that because that tells me that I wasn't that deep into the dark the dark path that that was going to lead me into so overall i feel like the message that i have for this episode is to live your life but don't do anything that's going to put your life at risk you know and i know that some things might seem easy and might seem fun and might seem like yeah fuck it i'm young but like trust me dude like that one thing that one decision that you make could really lead up to something really good or really bad you are currently struggling with substance abuse I'll be sure to leave some information at the end of my video um, to help you guys out with that because that is definitely something that is super hard to overcome. Um, luckily like I said I didn't face anything that was too crazy in my case but there is definitely help if you guys do need that i hope that through these episodes i'm able to get to someone on a deeper level and help someone through situations or help someone you know feel understood you know anything like that that definitely is my number one goal for this podcast so i hope this podcast hit home for some of you guys or You know, maybe if you were one of those people that were commenting on my videos back then and you guys were like, hey, are you on something? I definitely was. I definitely was. And I'm sorry that, um, you know, I got to that point in my life. And I'm sorry that I wasn't honest with you guys at that point in my life. But to my defense, I wasn't honest with anyone, including myself, about that. So here I am being honest now. And it definitely feels good to let that off my shoulders because it's something that I've been holding on to for a few years. And yeah, that's what this podcast is all about. Area 69 is definitely about the connections, definitely about the energy. So thank you guys for hearing me out. I hope you guys enjoyed episode three and I will see you guys in the next one. Be sure to let me know who you guys want to see on the podcast, what topics you guys want me to cover, all that good stuff. I will see you guys next Sunday at 7pm. Peace.